it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, Dharma, also known as the Entertainer, also known as your demi queen and welcome back again today, folks. I don't know why I said folks, uh, you guys are my Magic Pants Collective, I don't know why. But either way, welcome back. So today I figured we'd start off the week with talking about some writing tips for those who want to write about RVs slash travel trailers. Now, um, for being someone who has lived in a, um, a fairly large travel tra trailer for about the last, I want to say five-ish years, maybe four, um, I can safely say that I know a bit about this subject, especially, especially considering I live in one now, so let's talk about some writing tips for this particular subject. So the first writing tip, um, sound. Um, there's no such thing as a soundproof RV unless it's been highly customized to be such. Um, this is one of those things where just no matter, I feel like no matter what model you get or whatever, it's, there. you're always going to be able to hear stuff going on. You know, whether it's something that's just out in the living room or even from the other end of the RV, we find it very easy to hear each other. Um, the only exception to this rule is during summertime when the air conditioners are on. Air conditioners, uh, the sound of the air conditioners outrules everything else. But, you know, if it's a, if we happen to be lucky and then that summer we somehow don't have to use the air conditioners or something crazy, we will be able to hear each other do practically anything. So, this is something to keep in mind. So, like, for example, let's say you have a character get up early in the morning to do the dishes. Um, unless all of your other characters are very heavy sleepers, they're going to immediately be woken up by the mere act of moving around alone. The and that's what leads into our next step, um, not step, tip, which is movement. Now, we find that even with um, what are essentially like stabilizers, even when we have our stabilizers down and things like that, we find that we can still feel each other moving around the travel trailer. The only exception to this is when we are hooked up to the truck, which very much greatly lessens it, but it is still enough to be noticeable. I have uh, I've found myself a couple of times in my room, I have been able to feel the movement of the tra travel trailer, which um, allows me to know whether or not someone's coming to my room, whether somebody's out in the kitchen, or whether or not somebody's way out um, at the other end of the RV, which is the master bedroom. Um, 
because of this, I've been able to time things and things like that, and just generally know whether or not somebody's coming to my room or just hanging out in the living room. Um, obviously, as something comes closer to where I am, I'll be able to feel the vibrations of the rig more and more, and the farther away, the less the vibrations are. But either way, you can still tell when somebody is moving about the rig, which is, um, if I know I just... Uh, I didn't, I failed to explain this before, but rig is um, a word that just refers to RVs and travel trailers, that way I don't have to keep specifying one or the other. Rig is just a general term for both. Um, so yeah, another tip about RVs and um, travel trailers is while certain models you can just pick up and go, others you cannot, and it also depends upon your setup as well. For example, we are currently set up for long term. What this means is several things. One, a lot of things are out and not put away. Um, for example, we have a projector and projector screen and stuff that we have out to replace the TV most of the time. Well, we'd have to pack that up and put it away in, a, in the appropriate place in order you know, for it to not fall down during travel or something of that nature. So, um, it's, it, this is one of those things. Another thing that, um, that differs from model to model when it comes to this subject is, um, hookups. Now, hookups are all of the different lines that go from your RV to the RV park that you're staying at, or resort, or, you know, um, whatever. Now, these typically consist of a bunch of things. They consist of the, um... They consist of the different pipes, you know, for um, the gray tank and the black tank pipes, which is just fancy words for uh, gray tank being like dishwater and shower water and stuff, and black tank being what comes out of the toilet. So, yeah, so those uh, pipes are going to be connected into the ground. Um, and then there's also the um, electric, um, the electricity cord, which um, connects up to the RV park. Um, there are different, um, there are two different, um, um, electricity hookups, um, for RV parks. There's, um, I believe there's, um, there is the 30 amp, which is the most common, and the 50 amp, which is what we have. Um, which is a little bit different. It's meant for, of course, bigger rigs that need more electricity, like, for example, um, you know, we typically run two air conditioners at the same time. I don't think we are able to if we're connected up to a 30 amp. So it is very important that we stay in RV parks that have the 50 amp for us to, you know, stay cool and, you know, live comfortably. So um, this is something important to note as well, um, is that there is a difference. So. Yeah, aside from, um, aside from, you know, obviously the things that go into the ground of the RV park and the cleanup that needs to be done outside, there are also components of the RV itself that need to be taken care of. For example, the slide-outs, what are called slide-outs, which is basically, um, um, like, for example, our living room is a slide-out. This is basically a chunk of the rig, whether it be small or large, that um, is able to go in and go out. 
And what I mean by this is it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like an extendo room. You know, um, you slide it back in for travel, so it's about the width of your standard, um, I'd say like semi-truck or something. You know, something that you can actually drive down the road with, with kind of width. Whereas with the slide out, it makes it more like a house with, you know, rooms that, you know, go out into different directions and things like that um, for, you know, extra space. So, um, this is one of those things that absolutely must be brought back in before travel. And um, the reason why is A, for space, like I said, typically if you have large slide outs, um, you're not going to be able to go down the road without it being too wide for a single lane, first off. And B, there is the possible um, accident concerns. Most, um, a lot of dumb RV accidents happen because somebody decided to leave their slide out out. This is not road safe in any way, shape, or form. Even if it's one of the quote-unquote smaller slide outs, a slide out is still a slide out, no matter how small it is. Um, you know, never leave your slide outs out during um, journey. And um, just a quick tip, make sure you have all of your pets accounted for before you slide the slide out in or out, as um, oftentimes the crevices between the slide out and the, the non-slide out walls can be enough for your pets to get lodged into and you don't want them stuck. So just make sure you have um, fluffy bridges and um, Sir Fluffington accounted for before you go doing anything with that. Um, so yeah, um, the only other thing I'd have to say about um, RVs and trailers having to leave is for uh, travel trailers you need to hook up the truck or in some cases a car but it's it, it's best to use a truck um, and um, with the um, with the certain setup that we currently have the um, the truck has um, it has um, it has a plate mounted into the bed, I believe, with a bunch of electrical stuff and things like that, and obviously the connector for the RV, uh, for the trailer to the um, truck. And um, one of the things that's very important about this component is um, that it connects to the truck's um, wiring. And um, this is the main reason why it's mounted inside the uh, in the truck itself is because in order to use things such as blinkers or hazards or something of that nature on the actual trailer itself, on the actual um, tail end lights of the trailer itself, not just the truck lights, um, you have to make sure those connections are secure. So when it's been a while, since um, the truck and the trailer have moved together, you have to check to make sure that the blinkers and hazards and stuff are working on the trailer. Um, and this is oftentimes where walkie-talkies come into the equation um, as well, if, if you have multiple people, is um, because, you know, it's very, um, it's very crucial in communication to have walkie-talkies, not just phones. Um, on you because these things can also get very loud and just staying on a call with somebody 
is going to be very loud and it might be hard for you to specifically hear what that person's saying at any given time. So it's important to have walkie-talkies as well when it comes to this type of thing. So um, yeah, it's important to test the hazards and blinkers and stuff. And then it's important to test in, a re in an RV as well, an actual motorized vehicle RV. Because, you know, yet again, um, while you may not need to make sure the connections between two separate entities are correct, you want to make sure that the connections are still working. So, um, it's very, it's very important that you make sure that, um, all of this is taken care of beforehand. Um, because when you're driving a big vehicle that uh, may or may not have another, um, thing attached to it, uh, you need to make sure that, you know, you're not gonna try and use your blinkers and it's not going to be useful, because that's how accidents happen. No accidents, please. Um, so, yeah. So those are the um, things that um, I have to give for right now. I um, have a bunch of other tips and tricks and stuff when it comes to RVing and the like. I just, I figure now is a good time to cap this off. So yeah, if you like me and you want to support me in all my future endeavors, then go ahead and check out the links in the podcast episode description down below. The first link is going to send you to my YouTube channel, Horns and Halos, where I do video gaming story time, speed paints, um, and comedy skits, um, all for, um, all, which are all stuff that I do um, every day that just wouldn't fit on this professional podcast channel. So, yeah, please do go check that out. Hit the subscribe, like, and notification button because you don't want to miss, um, want to miss when I post, which is, um, at least once every weekend. I'm sorry my words are not coming out very fluidly right now. I'm very sorry about that. Um, but yeah. So anyways, uh, the second link, um, down below in the podcast episode description is to my red bubble shop, uh, Rainbow Rific where the main highlight is the LGBTQIA plus collection, where, um, where the, you know, the main highlight of that is, um, all of the different pride pins, asexual, transgender, um, non-binary, um, recently we've got demigender, demigirl, demiboy, gender fluid, all sorts of new stuff. I believe recently, today, I added, um, abrosexual, and agender so um yeah please do go ahead and check that out i also have shirts i have a shirt for this podcast that has i have magic pants written on the front with a little um with a little sketch of some trousers um i also have a shirt for the horns and halos youtube channel as well and a shirt for you know just love is love so yeah, please do be sure to check all of that out. I would be very grateful, and I will see you all in the next one.